0: Okay, so first of all what's your new what's your new idea? So I think I may be doing a huge pivot into the healthcare arena. Such a large pivot that one might say it's a new company. So yeah, probably a new company.
1: You're listening to Inside Town Night. I'm Kristen Clark. And this week I wanna introduce you to a friend of mine.
0: Hi, my name is Sneha Nguva, and I joined the Tau Night program with, um, with something called Peruse, although that has since changed. Sneha's tackling a
1: problem that almost every entrepreneur will have to tackle at some point. She's realized that something her company is doing is not quite lining up with her audience, so she's having to change directions. In business jargon, this is called a pivot. First, though, a little background on Sneha. She's a programming ninja. Actually, I'm literally serious about that. In addition to coding and entrepreneurship, she also used to do competitive Taekwondo. But another thing that makes her kind of a badass is that Sneha came into this program with the beginnings of an actual product. She built this Google Chrome extension that allowed you to annotate any page on the internet. By the time we'd met her, she'd written about 5,000 lines of code. But around the same time she was starting at Tau Night, she was beginning to realize that something about her product wasn't quite resonating with the people she was building it for.
0: What I discovered was that we didn't have much traction, people weren't really using the platform excessively, and it just, it just everything suddenly clicked for me. I guess the lack of uh, overt enthusiasm when I went to pitch competitions, um, you know, the fact that we hadn't researched our market on, until three months after we started building. Sneha realized she'd
1: made a couple of mistakes. First of all, she'd overestimated the number of people on the web that actually go out and make comments on websites.
0: Initially, I was I was silly and I made the whole mistake where I just looked at the number of people on Reddit and the number of people in the New York Times and thought, wow, those people love to comment. So our market is like potentially 10 million strong, which is not the case at all, because only a small percentage of the people that even use Reddit are active commentators. And even a smaller percentage of people who are commentators would actually have um, created annotations. She'd thought that the reason that people weren't enthusiastic about her product
1: was just because they didn't know that they needed it yet. They hadn't seen what was possible. But now that she had the product, it was still like pulling teeth to try to get people to use it. So when Snail went back to the drawing board, she started thinking about some of the most successful tech startups she knew and what they had in common. And all of them seem to be taking big issues and boiling them down to their most fundamental underlying problem.
0: I know Elon Musk, for example, with PayPal. I think he was thinking about conducting business on the internet. Like, what's a fundamental difficulty in that? And that's I, that led to PayPal. So in my case, I guess I was thinking about the fundamental difficulty in healthcare being um, perhaps a lack of awareness or education, um, a lack of uh, like centralized place for all of your information? Sneha's new idea is to build a platform
1: that keeps a centralized timeline of all of your health records. From all the medicines you've taken, to doctor's visits, to any flare-ups of chronic illnesses. Now obviously there's some big privacy and legal obstacles in healthcare. So to start off, she's going the veterinary route. She's testing a platform that will allow people to track the health of their pets first. And this time around, she's spending a lot of time researching her market, doing things like figuring out the number of pet owners in New York City. She's also created a landing page to collect email addresses, and she put up a Facebook ad to track how many people click, just to gauge the level of interest. Snail's still pretty early in this process, but another sign that she's on the right track is that when she talks to people, they can almost immediately imagine how this product would work in their lives, before it's even been built. For example, here's one reaction from a that's classmate a really of ours. Good it's idea. like
0: both of my grandmothers had heart attacks in their 50s, so that's like something that's like on my radar. Yeah. So it would be like good to like, all right, it's coming down the pike. Yeah. <laughs> my mentor actually had said this. When you, you know you have a good idea, when it just feels like it's right. And then when you tell people, it isn't sort of an, it isn't, there an ambivalence. People immediately understand what you're selling, and they immediately realize they want it or need it.
1: But that doesn't mean that this is going to be easy.
0: Another mistake, I think, which led to taking such a long time to actually shift my focus was I had felt like I was peruse in a way, which made it very difficult to detach, recognize that there was a problem, and pivot accordingly. I mean, I, I guess it's kind of like... um if you ever watch or read the Iron Man comics, when Tony Stark feels like he is Iron Man, but at some point he realizes that he's a person outside of Iron Man, which allows him to get surgery to remove the shrapnel in his chest. So I guess I had a similar experience where I realized that I am not my company and I am a person who has a lot of interests and I guess could do a lot of things outside of that. And when I realized that, it just became much easier to shift away from it. (laughs) Thank you.
1: (laughs) That was exactly the analogy I needed. Awesome. (laughs) That was brilliant. I'm Kristen Clark, and I'll be back next week with more stories from Inside Town Night.